Hi, my name is Gina Yu, and I'm the co-host of the Convos with My Korean Mother podcast. I co-host the show with my mother, who immigrated to America from Korea in her late 20s. Each week, we share a relaxed and honest conversation to explore the joys and complexities of being a woman, being a mother, and being Asian in America. My hope is that listening to my mother and me share these conversations will make you smile, laugh, probably cry a little, and importantly, encourage you to talk to your own mother or other elder and hear their story too. Hello and welcome to episode five. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us once again. On today's show, we're going to be talking with my mother about how she came to New York from Pennsylvania. So the format of today's conversation will be similar to that of the first episode. It's a little bit more one-sided or one way rather, where I'll be asking most of the questions and my mom will just be giving us the details and the context um, around the memory, which is the memory of her moving from Pennsylvania to New York. Now, this was a big move for her because never mind the fact that she left her entire life um, and countrymen in Korea to move to America when she was in her late 20s, but a few years later, maybe two or three years later, she left her family that was in Pennsylvania and any friends and left them to go to New York so that she could start fresh and hopefully find bigger and greater opportunities there. That's incredible to me. I mean, it's hard to wrap my head around leaving all your friends and family and the culture that you know, the language that you know for another country. But then after having settled into the new country a few years later, doing it all over again and removing yourself from whatever little inner circle that you've created in this new country. That's just, it's wild. And she did it around the age that I am now. Actually, I would say significantly younger than now, maybe five to seven years younger than I am now. And it just blows my mind. So let's get to it. Here's my convo with my Korean mother. Today, we're going to talk about your story when you came to New York. So from Pennsylvania, when you came to New York. How old were you? So, 32살 is 32. So, when she first came to America, she went to Philadelphia, which is really the suburbs of Philadelphia. So, she came, she said, no, I came when I was 28 to the States. Two years lived in Philadelphia. When she was 30, she came to New York. Okay. 그래서 엄마가 나한테 얘기한 스토리가 the story that you always told me growing up was in the middle of the night you and 아빠 ran away to New York with our family. 나 그거 기억해. That's what I remember. Because I don't know if that's true. Tell me the story of how you left Pennsylvania to go to New York. 아, 한국에서는 서울에서 살다가 이렇게 바쁜 시리에서 살다가 이제 필라델피아 시골을 오니까 미국에 온 맨날 파티만 하고 그냥 맨날 좋은 날인 줄 알았더니 필라델피아는 아주 시골이라 
그날이 그날이고 그날이 그날이 뭐 uh, same day any day same day same day okay so in korea they're living in seoul which is the biggest biggest city in korea i think in the states they moved to the suburbs of pennsylvania philadelphia so every day was the same it was redundant it was you know not as interesting and alive as i as they thought that it was going to be 그래서 뉴욕을 가자고 이제 아빠랑 둘이 약속을 하고 가는데 so they so my father mother and father promised each other that they would go to new york whose idea was it 어, 둘이 같이 이제 아이디어를 내서 이제 뉴욕으로 가자 그랬더니 우리 엄마 아버지가 뉴욕 가면은 총 맞아 죽는다고 so it was their idea together that they came up with mutual and but then when they told my parent i mean their parents or my 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 mother's parents my grandparents they said don't go to new york you're going to get shot mm-hmm. like it's dangerous 조, 조건이 어 애를 하나 두고 가라 조건이가 뭐야 어 가는 가려면은 uh-huh. 애들을 다 두고 니네 둘만 가라 okay so and then my grandparents said okay if you're going to go then leave the kids both kids yeah and go just go yourselves and 왜냐면 할머니 할아버지가 애들 봐준다고 mm-hmm. implying that they will take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. 근데 어, 그래서 그렇게 했어? 그런데 어, 그런데 애들 두 가니까 너무 이렇게 엄마 엄마로서 애들을 두고 어디 간다는 게 싫으니까 하나이만 데리고 가겠다고. So then my mother felt uncomfortable leaving both kids and leaving them behind. As a mother, so she decided she would take one kid. 그러면 그거 decision 어떻게 만들었어? 어, 엄마가 한애 피켜야 된다 막 그거가. 작은 애를 피켰지 그니까. So I asked, how did you make that decision? Because it's kind of like the hardest choice a mother has to make when they have to pick and choose between two kids. But she said, I chose the younger one. So me. Yes. 그럼 몇 살이었어? How old was I? Two years. I was two years old. Mm. Uh-huh. 오빠는 학교에 가 다녀고 있어. 아이고 오빠도 애기였지. 그러니까 so 오빠는... my brother, I asked if my brother was in school, but she said no, he was also a baby, so he must have been three and not in school yet. Mm-hmm. 어떻게 갔어? How did you go? Like, where did you have money? How did you find an apartment? How did you find a job? 아 아빠가 먼저 뉴욕에 원위트 피퍼 와가지고 뉴욕에 오면은 무슨 장사를 하면 돈을 벌까 보니 생각을 하니까. 그 튀김 가게, 피시 가게를 하면 그때는 피시하고 튀김 가게, 피시하고 튀김 가게가 돈을 많이 번다는 걸 알고. So my dad went to New York first to scope it out and research what kind of jobs that they could have there. Um, and he said a fish store would be good, would be successful. 그러면 뉴욕에 아무 사람도 몰라서 아니면 아무 사람도 없이 그냥 뉴욕에 와서. So I asked if they knew anybody, and she said they didn't know anybody. 피시 가게를 먼저 샀어요. 돈을 엄마 아버지가 돈을 줘가지고. So my grandparents, my mother's mom and dad, loaned them the money and they bought a fish store. How much was that? 음, 아주 그냥 뭐 롱롱 타임이니까 비싼 돈은 아니었는데. Like five thousand. Maybe about. Maybe about. 그리고 이제 튀김 가게를 했는데 내가 지금 기억하기는 이런 말 해도 되는가? Mm-hmm, yes. She's saying uh, she's having thoughts and memories, and she's wondering, can I say this out loud? And I said yes. Uh huh. 생선을 튀기는데 어느 날은 너무 가게가 이렇게 
칩이라 튀김 기름에 쥐가 빠져 죽어 있었더라. 바퀴벌레 빠져 죽은 거는 뭐 에브리데이고. Wait, 그러면 피쉬 가게에서 프라이드 피쉬도 팔고 프라이드 팔고. 벌써 맨들 ready to eat. So it was a fish store that they ran, but they also um, sold like fritters, like deep fried fish and seafood. And so my mom was saying that sometimes in the oil, the, the vat of oil that they'd be frying the fish, every day there'd be cockroaches that would fall in and bugs. But then sometimes there'd be dead mice in there. Oh my God. And you would use the oil. Oh, 그럼 그 기름이 비싸니까 of 그때. Of course, because the oil was expensive. Okay. 그리고 그 뜨거운 그 기름에다 손도 넣어가지고 손도 한번 다 뒤어보기도 하고. And she's also accidentally, you know, um, burned herself and her skin and her hands and her and her arms while frying with the hot oil. 근데 그래도 그때 힘든지는 모르고 했던 게 애들이 이제. 커가는 게 그게 그것만 보고 집에 얼른 가서 아기를 보는 거가 그 재미로 그렇게 힘든 시절을 다 보낸 것 같아. 우리 1세들이 고생한 거를 2세들이 알면은 진짜 가만히 이렇게 눈물 흘리고 다 들을 것 같이 우리 1세들은 옛날에 참 고생도 많이 하고 참 그랬던 것 같습니다. Oh gosh, I don't know if I can do all that. Uh, so it was a lot of work and, and hard, but I didn't think about how hard it was and how difficult it was because I was just looking forward to going home to seeing my kids and being with my kids. She wasn't really thinking at the moment, like, oh man, this is really hard. And then she says, for the first generation, you know, they've struggled and they had all these hardships in the second generation. When they hear these stories, they probably, they might, you know, tearfully listen to, to these stories, which is, which, yes, it's hard to hear. Um, but I think, 그래서, 근데 second generation, 이 힘든 얘기 들고 섭섭할까봐 그래서 얘기 안 하는 거야? So I asked, is the reason why you're not sharing some of these stories because of your concern that me, the second generation, will be upset or, you know, saddened by your stories. 그런 것도 있고 또나 역시도 일세들도 다 그럴까 그 어려운 시기를 내 입으로 또 얘기하면 가슴이 아프니까 uh. 안할 수도 있고. So she's saying yes, that's also po- that's possible, and it's also possible that maybe the first generation don't want to relive and rehash those hard memories because maybe talking about them again could just force them to relive it and kind of bring up those sad, kind of hard memories. Mm. 그러면 그때 근데 엄마 그래서 나나 같이 있었는데 so you had me a two year old and you were working at the store with 아빠. So what is your schedule like? Give me one example. Maybe in the first first few years. 항상 아기 봐주는 할머니가 하나 있었는데 그 할머니가 어느 날을 일 갔다 오니까 간다고 도저히 힘들어서 못 한다고 갑자기 가버린 거야. 나 혼자? 아니 저녁에 오니까 아니 근데 나 혼자 있었어 그 할머니가 나만 보고 아 너도 보고 오빠도 보, 봤지 아니 이게, 근데 so 아. she says there was a grandma there was like a Grammy um, like a neighborhood Grammy who watched I guess both of us and 
after one day of babysitting us and, and nannying us, she said she was going to quit and she couldn't do it again. But before Opa came to New York with us, I was alone. Because the first first year or two, I was in New York. Ah, a couple months, I was just alone. Ah, okay. So it was just a couple months that I was alone. Baby, I want to see Sunny. 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 So after a few months, my mother was like, "I miss him too much. I want my son here with me. I want my both of my kids." So then she brought him over. So it was only a few months I was alone. Couldn't couldn't a few months alone is it like? 그냥 어떤 할머니가 couple couple weeks just a few weeks I was alone. Yeah. 그러면 그그 주간 그 time who watched me? 아니면 나 같이 데려갔어 가게? 아니 너무 베이비니까. 할머니 아기 봐준 할머니가 집에 있었죠. 그냥 동네 할머니. 동네 할머니. So some so a neighborhood Grammy friend older elderly lady watched me at home. 아 할머니가 나한테 한 얘기가 있다. 이 예쁜 애들을 보지도 못하고 저렇게 돈만 벌러 다니니 너무 불쌍하고 안타깝다고 이 예쁜 맛을 모른다고 그럴 때참 지금도 기억나는 게아그 할머니 말이 맞았구나. So she thinks back and uh, on something that one of the neighborhood grammys said to her, which is that these beautiful babies and children you have here, you know, you just overlook them so that you can work hard and make money. But meanwhile, you have these beautiful children here that you don't even see or you don't even cherish. And she thinks back on that and her advice and her words and thinks how true it was. 안타까워가 무슨 뜻이야? 안타깝다? 안타깝다. 그 무슨 뜻이야? 음, 안타깝다. 음, 이게 이걸 한번더 좋은 건데 이걸 하니까. 아, 아, 오케이. It's a shame. It's a shame. I asked her, and the Grammy said it. It's what? What a shame. 그러면 that time, during that time, you and Appa went to work, and it was Oppa and me just through that with one harmony at home. 그러면 어 아침에 what time did you wake up in the morning? Early morning이겠지만 그 그렇게까지는 생각이 안 나고 어느 날은 샤워를 시키고 아침? 아침 이제 일 갔다 와서 어느 날 샤워를 시켜갖고 한 아이를 내려보내고 또한 아이를 샤워장에서 내보 내보냈는데. 네 그러면 okay so I asked what time she started her morning. So she said probably early. And then she changed the subject into a memory of after work. You're home and giving Opa me a bath, shower, and she washes one, and then she lets them out of the bathroom, and then takes the other one and washes them, and then lets them out. About four, four years, two years, 좀 됐을 것 같은데 나와보니까 베이비 파우더도 두 개가 눈 사람인데. Then she comes out, and when she finally comes out herself, she sees both kids, and we're about like two or four, somewhere between two and four, and both kids are covered with baby powder. 요즘은 베이비 파우더 안 쓰는 거야. Yeah, nowadays no one really uses baby powder, which I don't know why. 베이비 파우더를 두 개가 같이 해가지고 눈 사람이 두 개가 됐던 게. The two kids look like we both look like snowmen. 생각이 나네 진짜. Thinks about that very vividly. 그러면 so you have good memories. 어 그것도 참 재밌는 패밀이고 또한 번도 샤워를 시켜서 내보냈는데 얘네가 두 애가 다 없어진 거분 이장 안에 두 애가 다 숨은 거야. 한명한 명. So my mom says another memory she has is after same situation where after bath time 
she comes out and she can't find us, both of us, and we're both hiding in these chests. He's like Korean traditional chests. Mm. <laughs> these are good memories, positive oh, memories. Good memory. What time did you come home from work? Mm, maybe night time, eight o'clock, maybe nine o'clock. 근데 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 우리 앉아? Where are we sleeping by then? 자는 것만 보고 아침에 또 자는 것만 나가 보고 나가고 uh, 그런 적도 있었죠. Sometimes, 근데 usually. That's sometimes. Sometimes, she, so I asked, you know, if you ended at eight or nine, like wouldn't that be late? Wouldn't we be sleeping? And she said, sometimes yes, yeah, sometimes no. Sometimes in the mornings when she left, we'd be sleeping, and she'd come back home, and we'd be sleeping. Um, but most of the time, it sounds like we were awake. When you mean schedule, 우리 지금 나처럼, like 우리처럼 schedule 딱딱딱 없었고 그냥 open. Because our sleep schedules weren't so set, it was just kind of open. We slept whenever we were tired. 그리고 엄마로서 제일 속상한 일은 어, 애들이 둘이 싸울 때가 제일 속상할 것 같아요. And she's saying that for a mother, the, the, the most upsetting thing is when two kids fight. 아니, 커서도. Even when they're older, the kids. 커서도 서로 안 보고, 나, 나도 제일 바라는 거는 너도 오빠랑 제일 엄마가 만약에 패스웨이 해도 음. 항상 잘 만나고 서로 의지하고 서로 리스펙트하는 게 제일 어느 엄마나 그걸 제일 바랄 것 같습니다. 바라? 바라. 어, hope. Her greatest hope is that even when she's gone, that my brother and I will uh, meet with each other and be respectful of each other and take care of each other. That's her biggest hope. Why are you bringing that up? I think She's just thinking of the way that she raised her children and that's that hope of hoping that they take care of each other is the thought that lingers in with her. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with my mother. Today's conversation was a special one where just a few days after having this conversation with my mother, the impact of it and of what I heard really grew and compounded with time. And I actually got pretty emotional about it. The story that she shares about the vat of oil where she would periodically find, you know, dead rodents in there and, and how it would burn her and it just, all of that, to think that my mother in her early 30s, who didn't know the language, you know, is struggling in this new city without any family support, and she's slaving over this hot, hot vat of oil. Meanwhile, she has two young kids at home who she thinks about all day. I mean, it, it kind of broke my heart. And I think the fact that I'm hearing this story for the first time, um, when I'm at an age that's similar to the age that she was when all of this was happening, it just, it gave me such a depth of perspective that it wouldn't have been this way for me and impacted me this way had I been, you know, in my 20s or even in my early 30s. 
Um, but now that I myself have two young kids, it just, it weighed so heavy and it hit me so heavy um, after having the conversation. And I noticed myself when I listen back to the recording, I sound very kind of transactional because I, I guess it's because I'm maybe so busy translating that I'm not, it's not necessarily absorbing into me the words and, and the stories that she's sharing with me. But boy, yeah, it was a hard one to hear the, the, these memories and, and that particular story that she had about the vat of oil, the fish shop. I thought another interesting thing was that um, in the previous episodes, I, I feel like I almost always in every episode highlight how my mother never remembers details or she doesn't remember a lot of things that happened in the past. And I always wonder why. And I pose that question of why does she, why, how, how is it that she doesn't remember? But this episode, she kind of, in this conversation, she kind of gave one possible answer to that, which was that maybe the first generation prefers not to remember some of the things from the past because they're hard to hear and hard to say, to talk about, and maybe sharing them kind of reopens old wounds so that was it was kind of nice and interesting to hear her kind of answer the question that I I find myself continually asking and lastly no surprise my mother while she doesn't remember things like what time she woke up in the morning or what time you know the household started what time she came home at night and she doesn't remember those details, but she does remember, you know, those happy moments, those happy memories of, you know, chasing us around the house after bath time, after coming home from a long day's work. And again, that is just my mom's classic MO, you know, allowing, it's as if she allows only the positive things to come through. And I've heard these stories before. She's told them to me before. And again, hearing these stories as a 30-something-year-old who has two young children myself, now it just puts it into a different kind of context for me. And it, it warms my heart. And I guess in in juxtaposition to the to what her work life was like and how hard it was, to hear these heartwarming stories of what it was like at home and to hear her being able to hold on to these warm, happy memories is just, it's, it's lovely. It's beautiful. And it's so nice. Because then it makes me think, yes, it was hard for them. Yes, it was hard for her. But it's not like she's lingering in, in the heaviness of it all and, and the hardships. You know, what prevailed and the overwhelming kind of memories that linger on within her are oftentimes the happy ones. Thank you again so much for joining us today. If you like what you're hearing or you have any feedback or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a review and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. 
Following this episode, we will come back for a sixth episode, and that might be concluding the first season because that's what my mother and I originally had discussed. Beyond that, it's a little unknown. But either way, we're really happy that you've been joining us thus far in you know, our journey into the podcast world, which is new for us. And we hope that you'll come back for episode six of Convos with My Korean Mother. Mm-hmm.